Jesus, we love you, we praise you, we adore you. We call you the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We thank you for preparing us to stand before you that day, ready to meet you, because we did your will. It, it's not your will that one would perish, and, and so you're taking this time to help us to be ready, and we so appreciate that. Thank you for correcting us, teaching us. So I'm Lee. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today we're going to talk again about mustard seed faith. In Matthew 17, that Jesus was teaching the disciples about forgiveness. And um, after he said what he said, that we should forgive no matter what, the disciples were saying, increase our faith. And I was just thinking that Jesus was or they were frustrated with Jesus, like, oh my gosh, how can we do this? They were complaining. Increase our faith so we can do this. And Jesus said, if you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry bush, be lifted up and planted in the sea, and nothing would be impossible for you. In fact, he said, it would do what you said. And so he was saying, instead of complaining and asking for more faith. Do what I've taught you to do, right? He said, whatever you say would happen if you believe in your heart, it would happen. But like us, we couldn't give up. We speak to the mountain, it doesn't move, and we, we rest our faith. And we complain, Jesus, give me some more faith. Jesus, do something. I can't do this. But Jesus didn't teach us to live by how we felt, but to live by faith. And so he said, you would have, we read in Matthew 17 yesterday, he said the same thing. You would have said, instead of asking me for faith or, or asking me why, if you would do any, yesterday in Matthew 17, he said he was frustrated. How long should I put up with you? When are you gonna get it? And, and that's what he's saying to us today. And he was saying that to them again. If you had a servant plowing or tending sheep, wouldn't you say to him, would you say to him, come from the field and come and rest? Or would you say, go make my meal? And then you can come and eat when you're done. And he's saying our faith is our slave. He said that to me. Your faith is your slave. It goes and does for you. And you don't rest your faith until you've accomplished that thing which you sent it out to do. Your faith is what brings it to pass. And so when you have faith, Jesus said, be careful what you hear, right? Be careful what you're listening to. In other words, pay attention to what you're hearing, hearing the word, meditating the word, listening to what Jesus said. And then he said, um, what's in your heart is gonna come out of your mouth. So if you had faith, you would have said, to the smallberry tree, you wouldn't be saying, Lord, give me some more faith. And, you know, I just feel like he's saying we're lazy. We don't want to take the time to hear the word. And if we don't take the time to hear the word, we're going to be complaining saying, Lord, can you do this? And he's saying, no, you do this. And a little farther down here, he talked about how we just we just go so far, we don't go the extra mile. And because we're lazy, 
We just want him to bring it to pass without us, but that's not how it works. That's not how God designed it. Your faith makes you well. He said to the woman with the issue of blood, your faith has made you well. How did she get that kind of faith? Faith comes by hearing the word of God, meditating the word, believing, deciding to believe what it says and follow the instructions. You know, in the word of God, um, Jesus shows us the principles of God. And you know, the one thing that he was talking about is forgiveness is, is his laws of love. And if we're gonna move in with him, we have to forgive. And if it's too hard and we gotta ask him for faith to do that, right? He's saying, just decide to do it. And of course he's gonna help you, but you have to have faith in him enough to decide I'm gonna forgive. I trust you. And when you make that decision to forgive, he heals you. You're healed of that pain that was caused to you. And so what he's saying is we need to be the place where we're talking to the mountain. We're talking to trees. He cursed a fig tree, right? He talked to the trees. He, he, he taught, he, he's saying, talk to the mountain, change your circumstances. Don't whine about them. And you know, he's preparing to come and he's asking us to prepare the way for him. And this is one of the things he's asking us to do to speak to the mountain, speak to our circumstances. He said, if you told that mulberry bush to our tree, whatever it was, to be uprooted and planted in the sea, it would obey you. That's what you can do with your faith. Yet we believe what we see. And, and even though he said nothing will be impossible for you, we live as if everything is impossible because we're looking at our circumstances. We're not paying attention to what we hear. We're not sorting it out. We don't have time to sit with him in the morning or at all to be reassured. Yes, this is the way, these are my principles. If you don't have love, you're just a sounding gong. Forgive, don't judge. All the things he's telling you to do are his principles. And so we don't just go just so far with our faith and then quit because nothing happened. You might be breaking a law. And the word says, if you break one law, you break all the law. And so what, what he's saying is keep going, keep working your faith. Don't quit and give up because when you when you keep going, when you don't faint, you're gonna reap at that proper time. When you, when you get it all figured out, when you understand that you have to keep all of his law, not just some of it. When you understand his principles, when you understand that you're getting ready to move in with him and you have to be like him. and you're saying what he would say and doing what he would do, you're actually practicing living in heaven on the earth. That's what you're doing. And in that you will have his power to do what he's calling us to do. He called us to do the greater works. He said, if you believe you're gonna do what I was doing, 
And so he was teaching the disciples what to do, how to represent him. And he's teaching us. And we're complaining like they were. Can you just do it for me? This is so hard. And the reason it seems so hard is because we're not diving in the word. We're not taking him seriously. We're not looking at it and getting excited about the power that we have in his name to do his will. And that's why on that day, many are going to say, but Lord, we did this in your name. We did that. And he's going to say, I didn't know you. You who practice lawlessness. Because we got lazy. We weren't doing his principles. We weren't changing circumstances. We didn't go and do his work. Verse um, 21, he said, Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven. You can't just call him Lord and not do his will. But he said, Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. Say what he would say, do what he would do. Pay attention to what you're hearing. Having faith by saying, not quitting in the middle of. I was just corrected um, last week on that very thing. He spoke to me, I obeyed him, and then I didn't like what my circumstances were. And instead of saying what I wanted them to be, I was resting my faith and looking at how it was and thinking I missed it and wasn't going to work out. And he said, give me a chance. Give him a chance. Give him something to work with. Stop saying what is and looking at what is and speak to that mountain. Speak to those circumstances and change them. Go the extra mile. Do even more than that. Make sure you're doing everything he told you to do plus. If he said love, love plus. Give, give more than more than expected. Right? Do more than, not less than. So that's where that I have for you today. Jesus is amazing. He's preparing us, helping us to be ready so on that day. He doesn't say, I don't know, I didn't know you. And he's not going to know you if you're the one who didn't practice his word, if you didn't do his law. He doesn't know you. So you want to make sure that you're acquainted with him. He said he corrects those that he loves. He's going to correct you if you're asking him. But he's a gentleman. He's not going to force himself on you. So you have to be seeking him. Lord, correct me. Show me where I'm missing it. Show me where I need to go that extra mile. He's so amazing. He's so in love with you. He's telling us ahead of time. He's warning us. He doesn't want to say, I didn't know you. But he's warning us. So let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you for teaching us your way today and helping us not to complain about what we have to do, but to do it and then see the power behind it that comes in our life. We love you so much. We thank you for correcting us and teaching us, preparing us. We give you all praise.
Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.